Day 27. Jesus is stripped naked. And they stripped Jesus, and put a scarlet robe upon him, and plaiting a crown of thorns, they put it on his head, and put a reed in his right hand. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the robe, and put his own clothes on him, and led him away to crucify him. And when they had crucified him, they divided his garments among them. Matthew chapter 27, verses 28 through 29, 31 and 35. Jesus' tormentors intended to wound more than his body. They sought to wound his soul as well. So the beatings and scourging, nails and thorns were wrapped in insults and curses, mockery and laughter. The goal was humiliation. And the goal was most clearly displayed when again and again, they stripped him naked in public. Yet there is a bittersweet irony here. Ever since the sin of our first parents in Eden, nakedness had been linked to shame. I heard you in the garden, Adam had said to God, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. But here for the first time since the fall stood a man without sin. Our Lord, the new Adam, was also naked, but he was not ashamed. He had nothing to hide. Instead, Jesus' nakedness revealed the blessed body that was broken and given for our salvation. In stripping him, his enemies were in fact unwrapping for us the bread of heaven. Maria's vision details the wounds that flowed as Jesus' tunic was torn away. And to the eyes of faith, those wounds shine with a bloody beauty. For in this despicable act of humiliation, unwitting men unveiled the awesome humility of God. The divine nakedness was exposed so that the shame of our race might be taken away. Laid bare on Mount Calvary is Christ's full humanity, covering for season his full divinity. There we see compelling evidence that he has taken our nature and joined it to his nature that our flesh and blood have truly become His flesh and blood. And on that day when we stand, God willing, before the throne of heaven, we will behold there, naked, unobscured, clothed only in unutterable glory, the familiar, precious wounds of one of our own. Father, we stand naked before you, and there is no place to hide. Clothe us, and the holiness of your Son. It was noon, and the executioners who intended to crucify him naked stripped him of his seamless tunic and his other clothes. The tunic was large and without an opening in the front, so they pulled it over Jesus' head without taking off the crown of thorns. Because of the brutality they showed as they performed this task, they cruelly ripped off the crown with the tunic. In this way, they opened up again all his head wounds, and in some of these, the thorns at first remained embedded. 
But even though the thorns were sharp and hard, they were eventually wrenched from his head by the violence with which the executioners tore off his tunic, and with it, the crown. Then, with inhuman brutality, they forced it down once more on his sacred head, opening wounds upon wounds. The brutal ripping of the tunic also opened up again the wounds of his entire body, because the bloody cloth had dried into the open places so that its removal added new pains to his wounds. Four times during the Passion they stripped Jesus of his clothing and then dressed him again. The first time was to scourge him at the pillar, the second to wrap him in the mock scarlet, the third when they took off the scarlet to dress him again in his tunic, and the fourth when they finally took away his clothes before they crucified him. This last stripping was the most painful. His wounds were more numerous, his holy humanity was more weakened, and there was less protection against the biting wind on Mount Calvary. The Mystical City of God This has been an episode of Lent, 40 Reflections and Mystical Revelations on the Passion, a podcast brought to you by TAN. For new episode notifications and to support this show and more great free content from TAN, visit LentPodcast.com to subscribe and use coupon code PASSION25 to get 25% off your next order including The Passion, Reflections on the Suffering and Death of Jesus Christ by Paul Thigpen, and countless more spiritual works to strengthen your faith and interior life. Thanks for listening.